1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: A lot of talk about what's going to happen in the offseason for the Browns, right? We're all sitting around trying to figure out what's his coaching staff going to look like. You know, Kevin Stefanski sounds like it's I I've not heard one person of knowledge make me think that he is not that he is going to be leaving town. I'm not expecting that at all, zero. And we'll see what he can do next year when he has the opportunity to have Deshaun Watson for a full season. Now I still wonder, you know, about play calling a little bit. I wonder about you know being the CEO of the team on game days rather than just focusing on the offense, which he's still the CEO, but it's just. The big question then becomes about Joe Woods, and you know a lot of people, especially early on in the season and and last year, were saying, "Hey, maybe they need to replace the defensive coordinator on this team. Maybe they need to replace the special teams coach on this team." Mary Kay Cabot yesterday, when she was with us at eleven o'clock, said something really interesting uh, about Joe Woods, and I don't know if you caught this, but here's what she said.
3: I think it's Kevin Stefanski's staff, so I think it's going to be his call, and I think they will look long and hard at defense and special teams after the season. Um, I pers- you know, it, just, it seems like the vibe is trending towards Joe Woods being gone. I think we have all felt that at different points throughout this entire season. I, for one, would be in support of bringing Joe back, understanding that there were extenuating circumstances on this defense this year, a lot of injuries, a lot of young guys that took a while to kind of come into their own this season. And I think you can see how the defense is starting to play now. But I would probably also tweak it. I think I would, you know, hire maybe an assistant head coach slash defense or something like that. I would probably support Joe or pair him with someone uh, if you want a new pair of eyes on something or if you want a little bit of a different philosophy.
2: Buying what you saw, Jeff?
4: I thought that was a, a really interesting comment from Mary Kay. And... I buy it from this standpoint. I would think it'd be really hard for Kevin Stefanski if it's if it is Kevin's call to go and tell the guy that he brought in here to be his defensive coordinator, thanks, man. It's not working anymore. And we're going in the, you know, different direction.
2: Isn't that the nature of the NFL though? Yeah. This happens all the time.
4: It's completely the nature of the NFL. But I, I wonder I wonder how much of a package deal are Kevin and Joe Woods and Mike Prefer. Let's let's throw the special teams coordinator in there as well. And and how
2: about and Andrew Barry and Paul D Podesta?
4: Well, see, to me, that's a different deal. To me, Kevin Stefanski, Andrew Barry, and Paul D Podesta are a package deal because they all seem to be analytically based guys in their football philosophies. To me, if you're going to change the head coach, which I don't think you are, I don't think you could truly change the head coach without changing the other guys because
2: in this scenario, I agree
4: with you. To me, Kevin is Kevin is the point man for what it is they want to do. I think he's that guy. And so I think those three are a package deal and I think they're all back. I don't think there's any question about that, but I, I wonder, you know, would Kevin get an edict from above tweak your coordinators and, you know, I I don't want to see anybody lose a gig. But I'll, I'll just – Joe Woods has been the defensive coordinator here for three years. And if you're going to make a move, this is why. Okay, this is why. First year, the Browns gave up 26.2 points a game. And they were 21st in the NFL in points allowed. Last year, Andy, they made that jump, you know. And they were they went from 21st to 13th and they cut it down from 26.2 to 21.8. Okay? And I thought toward the end of last year it's like this defense is on the way. This I like a lot. Yardage wise last year or this year, or excuse me, first season, 17th in yards allowed. Last year they were 5th in the entire NFL in yards allowed per game, 311.5. And the reason that if you're going to make a move there, and I'm I'm Mary Kay kind of advocated to bringing Joe back. I'm not going to advocate to bring him back. I can understand why you would. Because you're buying into the entire process of this, that in year number four, this whole thing soars or they're all gone. But the Browns went from fifth in yards allowed to 11th this year. It's still not terrible, right? You're in basically the upper third of the NFL. And they're giving up about the same number of points per game that they did last year, 21.8 last year, 22.1 this year. But you haven't seen the improvement from the defense. Now, is that Joe Wood's fault, or is that because you lost Anthony Walker? Then you lost Jacob Phillips, and you lost Taki Taki, and you were given defensive tackles to work with who have never done what you were asking them to do in the NFL, one of whom has been so effective for you that he's been inactive for a good portion here of the latter part of the season in Tommy Togiay, Did you and, even
2: say Wu? I mean, did you say Jeremiah Wusu-Cormo No. I, miss, but, I missed
4: that, too. No, I didn't say. But but he's been dinged up, obviously. But those the other three guys are out for the year. You know, I mean, you've got Reggie Raglan playing, and he's doing a nice job. I think he's but, playing all right, too. Well, sure, he's been terrific. But did you want to have Reggie Ragland playing linebacker for you? Nope. You needed to go get him, and he's done a nice job. Thank you, Reggie. We appreciate that. Maybe he'll talk today. By the way, Browns players are coming up a little later on,
2: right? And Kevin Stefanski at one o'clock hour.
4: But so I, I would understand, Andy, why if they make a move, they would make a move. But if they did make a move, I think there's a this is a legit comeback. Well, what do you expect? You didn't give him any defensive tackles, and his linebackers got hurt. I think that's a legit comeback. Do you?
2: Yeah, no, I can buy into what you're saying. I do think that Mary Kay offers a, an option that I haven't really thought about, bringing in support, more support defensively. Because I mean, this team has more coaches I think than most teams in the NFL do, and if you're going to bring in an associate head coach or an assistant head coach, that may not be a bad idea. That you would you would say? I mean, really, isn't that the way we run the offense? You know, Alex Van Pelt is the offensive coordinator, but the head coach runs that side. If you think Joe Woods needs help, why wouldn't you bring somebody else in to bring him in? Again, and you're also saying this based on injury and, and the way things are going. I think fans want to see some kind of change.
4: If you're going to bring in a guy to be what Mary Kay described, like an associate head coach defense, and then he's going to help Joe Woods, well, then isn't he going to be like the coordinator?
2: Well, then what's Alex Van Pelt? Same side on the offense. Isn't
4: except Kevin for, Stefanski really th- the offensive coordinator? Well, Come except on, let's th- be honest. Except for this. I can see the Kevin situation, and it's it's for this reason. During the week, his preparation is not necessarily on the offense. It's on the entire team. And then he calls the plays on game day.
2: Well, if you bring in an assistant head coach, you could, you could mimic that for defense and also have somebody who can – Take care of some of the other issues that maybe Kevin isn't able to keep his eye on. Maybe it's like a what, guy that's the coming menu in at lunch. Well, I'm just saying that you could probably bring in if you brought in some kind of assistant head coach or a, uh, a specialist, you could also probably help out on both special teams and defensive coordinator. I, I, I don't know. I mean, are we adding more waste? I mean, how much
4: money of the Haslam's are we going to spend here? Oh, we're good at it. How about building a new stadium? We'll take that too. That'll do. But I, I just, to me, it's this. Is Joe Woods back as your defensive coordinator? Yes. Okay, leave him alone. If you like him enough to bring him back. I don't Andy, disagree with that either. You don't need to bring in somebody to hold his hand. And the guy's 52 years old. He's coached forever. Advisor? All the way back to Muskingum.
2: Defensive advisor? Well, somebody else? Well, then, I don't know. That's not, not, but That was Mary Kay's plan.
4: Go hire a coordinator. I, I just think, I mean, you, you, not only is he the You know, he's the coordinator. Well, every position group has at least one coach. I mean, how many guys are you going to – you know what I mean? How, How many layers of this do you need? Ask Bill Belichick. Not as many as most teams have.
2: The other point to this whole thing is, like, you wonder if the Browns let one of those guys go kind of for show to let the fans know that they are fully engaged. I don't know that that's the right way to do it, but I, I, there's no if you're Jimmy and D Haslam, you've got to be frustrated with the product that they put out this year. Because there were too many close games in the beginning of the season that they didn't win. And the Jets game is one of those games that, you know, obviously I talk about it, sticks in my craw. But it, it's just like, do you feel like the Haslam's need to make some sort of move? And it doesn't feel like Kevin Stefanski's going anywhere.
4: If I, if I owned this football team, and you know what would frustrate me? It wouldn't be as much the way you performed on the field it would be this and, and you know i am I'm, I'm no george hallis okay if i can look at the defensive tackles before the season and think well you really could use some help there and you never got it and then what was a problem all season long teams running up the middle on you not getting pressure up the middle i mean if it's if it's that obvious the doofy broadcaster guy can see it, and then it turns out to be the problem on the defense. Well, is that a you know is is that on Joe Woods? I don't know that it is, Andy. I I don't.
2: I, I just know this. This is the one thing I'll always say about Joe. Joe doesn't make tackles, and I've always no. thought this whole theory that if the players are in the right position to make a tackle and it doesn't happen. Then wasn't the play call correctly. Can I? And you need to wrap guys up. And if, you know, people are, if players on the other team are getting yards after contact, then is that, if you want to be mad at the coaches, are they not teaching the right technique? I, can I, I you would think this? By, Yeah, I would think by the time you got to the NFL, you know the right technique, but that's me.
4: It sounds to me like you've been talking to somebody who I've also been talking to because you work a pregame show with them and I work a postgame show with them. Oh. Tavis Paula's mentioned in our post game conversations he's played in this defense. Right. I mean he knows this defense and he's told me, sounds like he's told you, hey, he's calling the right plays. These guys aren't executing in many instances. And that's a player, okay? He's talking from a player perspective right. on this. And he's he's given the coaching staff credit. Now, you can flip that and say, okay, if you're if you're telling them to be in the right spot and yet they're not in the right spot, then maybe you're not coaching them well enough. You know what I mean? Coach
2: you, them up. Yeah, yeah I, you I can, thought that you too. You flip I,
4: it. You're, okay, you're telling them, but you're not getting through to them. Well, then you're not doing a good job of coaching.
2: And is Joe also being judged on the fact that there were games when there were no adjustments made? Right. I think that's the other part of it too, that if you're sitting in the front office and you're like, all right, you know, I, I can understand Joe doesn't make tackles, but – Joe's got to make some decisions and maybe take us out of the formation that we're in to move into something else because I, I just I can't stand watching these guys walk down the field and we can't make a tackle and we can't make a stop even when it's right there in front of us. And uh, maybe, I mean, if the guys are in the right place and they don't make a tackle, I, I tend to look at the player on that situation. But if the guys are out of position because of the call, then yeah, I think you got to start looking at your defensive coordinator. And I know there are a lot of folks that are like, Hey, you know it's it's time to make a change on defense, and (laughs) that there's too much talent out there. Yeah, but that gigantic hole on the defensive front, right up the middle. I mean, go back and look, look, go back to your, I, I, go back and look at Miles Garrett and that sack he had this week, the big one. Right, where was he? He wasn't on the outside; he was on the inside, and he was going right through. Uh, Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna let you because I got phone lines are packed right now, so we'll take some phone calls on this too. Your thoughts on Joe Woods moving into next season. Your thoughts on what Mary Kay said about Joe Woods. And, you know, maybe the alternative is bringing in someone else on the coaching staff that can help out. Maybe not only help out Kevin Stefanski, but help out Joe Woods as well. Is that the way you see it? Is that what you want to see? I don't know. We'll find out. 216-578-0092. 216-578-0092. Plus, don't forget, we've got players coming up from Berea. In the 11 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to Chris Rose at 1 o'clock. We're going to hear from Kevin Stefanski at 1.20, probably. Uh, Daryl Ryder right after we hear from the players. Plus, we'll always throw in a little bit of fun uh, with Nick Costos, who's going to join us at straight up 11 o'clock here. So in about 25 minutes, we're going to talk a little bit of sports gambling. We're going to do that throughout the show as well. All right, Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Alternative plan for the coaching staff. At least that's what was kind of brought up yesterday when we were talking to Mary Kay Cabot. Um, And she brought up the thought of maybe bringing in another coach, not to get rid of Joe Woods not to get rid of Kevin Stefanski or Alex Van Pelt or Mike Prefer, but to bring in someone else to help out. But specifically when we were talking to her, we were talking about a Joe Woods with her. And, I mean, Jeff, my inkling from her was it made it sound like he's safe for next year. What do you think? I don't know if 100% safe, but made it sound like if you're thinking he's gone, you might want to think twice about that. When Mary probably Kay's, the best way to say when
4: it. When Mary Kay said that, I thought I had been leaning that they would probably make a change. And her thought made me go fifty fifty on it to be honest yeah I, I i I thought she's not you know maybe she heard something she's there every day, maybe she knows something, maybe it's just her observation she's she knows her football. I thought okay, rethink this if you're thinking that he's he's clearly going to be replaced, it might be something we all need to think about the hmm. the only thing uh, The argument to change defensive coordinators is this, Andy. I thought the Browns were on the cusp of being a really good defense. Okay. I mean, I I thought you could be going, you know, like, hey, this is a typical Baltimore Ravens defense. This is a typical Steeler defense. This is what the Rams were during their, you know, big run. This is the kind of defense that we're going to have here. I thought that was quite possible. You were fifth in yards allowed last year. I thought it was really good. And then that didn't happen, And I, I, thought that, I thought the defense regressed this year. Now, is that because of Joe Woods, or is that because of personnel? And that's where the determination needs to be made. I mean, the, the issue that we saw before the season started is still there. You still need defensive tackles. I think you, I think, Andy, you could use another defensive end. You know, you drafted Alex Wright. He's a young guy. You know, he might be that guy, but he's only, he was only 21 this year. And it, it, we we said it earlier, if you're counting on 21-year-old kids to step into the NFL and be a huge force, well, good luck to you, man. And and I thought he played well this year. Yeah. And next year he should play better. And I, I'm excited about his future. But, boy, if you're, if you're open to be a playoff team and you're looking at defensive tackle and seeing guys who have never performed at the level you need them to perform at, and behind an injury-prone Jadavion Clowney, who I love and I would love to have back, I love him as a as a member of my defensive end core, you've got, you know, you brought in Winovich, and you've got, you know, a 21-year-old kid. Okay. I think he probably could have used a little more help, Joe Woods.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim is in Strongsville. Let's talk to him. Jim, you're first up on the show today. Hey, Jim, how are you?
0: Jim. Hey, good, fellas. Happy New Year. Happy I, New Year I, to you. Yeah.
2: I guess, oh, I, wait a minute. Pick- are we allowed to do that? Uh, curb Your Enthusiasm uh, as the rule. It's a three-day I think today's the last day we can do that. Okay, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Okay. I guess my biggest problem is what, it feels to me like we're trying to, like, bend over backwards to keep Joe Woods. Like, he's some kind of aging veteran that gave us some great years in the glory years, like he's a franchise quarterback that you kind of owe it to. Here's my problem is I get the deficiencies on the defense, you know, and I'm not, but here's why I'm not going to use that as an excuse. Okay, you know you have those deficiencies. Scheme around them. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what they do. Why is this the first – not the first time, but why didn't we see more of Miles standing up in the middle of the line? Why didn't we see more of the defensive ends, both defensive end and tackle, switching sides of the lines of scrimmage on alternating plays? We, we didn't see any adjustments. Joe Wood just kept rolling the same thing out there, hoping for something better. And I'm sorry, I expect more out of a coach. Your job, your job is to – you know your weakness. They know your weakness. Scheme around it. Don't tell me there's no way to scheme around it because there is. And so I look at that, and I I look at this thing with, you know, Kevin Stefanski, is he going to be able to – that's the job. The job is to get rid of – you know, that's what it is to be a head coach. And if he can't get rid of his friend who's the defensive coordinator, then I'm sorry, he's not a head coach. He's not head coach material. I do think there's going to be pressure from the front office. And you guys had uh, Charles Robinson on your show that it did come up last offseason about possibly making a defensive coordinator switch. And while he didn't say it, you know, the underhanded comment under – Underlining comment kind of was, but Kevin Stefanski resisted. Okay, well, if they were thinking about it last year, there's just no way they're going to come be going to the offseason this year with all the players chirping and complaining about Joe Woods and come back and bring him back. I just kind of want to put this to bed. I just, I get it. There's, there's just, I don't know why you're bending over back, bringing some help for him. But for what? He's a defensive coordinator. If he's not, he's had three years. If he's not getting it done to what you think it should be, can you move on? I don't. I just it's don't understand It's the NFL, uh, and
2: that's what I said too, Jim. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it, Jim. Have a good hey. day. Uh, let's go to Dan and up next. Hey, Dan, how are you? Hey,
3: good morning, guys. How good morning. You? Okay, so the advisor you need to the defense is Stefanski. That's it's him. He's running the show. So. One of the things I think is I, 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 bringing somebody else in to help somebody else is really never an answer, okay? So Stefanski is running the show. He needs to put the team together that's working. If he had more time on his hand, he could manage Bill Woods and the defense a little bit more as the head coach. And the excuse there is he's busy calling the plays. He needs to get prepared for that during the week, even though we say he doesn't, he does. And I think one move has to make before you know what you have. He has to trust his offensive coordinator, which we're not even talking about. He doesn't trust him to call the plays. Why? So if he were to relinquish that, now you know exactly what you have before you hire or fire anybody. You force him to play the role of running a company. This is a billion-dollar company, and I see two big voids. I see no management of Joe Woods, so you can't blame him 100%, and I see poor play calling on and off, inconsistent time management, inconsistent in the red zone. Those two issues are solved internally at least for six games next year before you start firing anybody. You don't know what you have with Stefanski. You really don't until those two moves happen. He is not going to be a parcels and be able to play Call plays. He's not. It's not going to happen, guys. We we know this. Yeah, we've watched, Dan, we've
2: watched it. Dan, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dan, a Thank you. Look. Appreciate your phone call. You need-
4: 216-578-0092. If I could take Joe Woods and tweak one thing about him and his scheme and philosophy, it would be more more aggression. It seemed to me sometimes in watching this team, in more than sometimes, instead of forcing the issue and trying to impose your will, it seemed like they. The, Browns oftentimes tried to react to the defense, you know cut Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa loose. I mean he's, a, he's supposed to be a playmaker, right? Well, yeah, let, let him make plays I, I, you know you've you've got some I just think you have guys who, if you're more aggressive in your approach, put pressure on the defense a little bit more. Go do it, especially if you know that you, know, you, you do have as, as Jim said, you know scheme around some of those deficiencies. Well, maybe you can do that by putting a little more pressure on the quarterback by using guys who, in other words, blitzing and such. You know, I mean, it's pretty basic.
2: Yeah, you know, the other story that I kind of look at too when you like I was watching the Steelers game the other day, and you know, we've heard so many people say they they, Steelers fans want Matt Canada, their offensive coordinator, fired left and right, left and right. I I saw a story from SI, a guy who's
4: dealing with a rookie quarterback.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and by the way, I mean. I would have said, okay, that probably was going to happen at the beginning of the season, but now not only are they not in last place in the AFC North, and I know that the standards there are, maybe might, might be different than Browns fan standards right now, but, I mean, he's they still have a chance to make the playoffs. And, you know, that final touchdown, pick it through last week, I thought – I mean, again, that's not the offensive coordinator doing it. That's the quarterback doing it. I just – I you know, you watch this growth of the Steelers throughout the season because – you know you've been watching, right? You, you Bronx fans know you keep your eye on that. You know what's going on over there in Pittsburgh, and you know here we sit going into what week eighteen, and they've got like a twenty plus percent chance of making the playoffs, and all we have is spoiler again. And like I wonder how Steeler fans, because they were you know they were they showed Canada like right before the the game winning touchdown, and I kept wondering. I was like, yeah, you know I haven't really heard his name lately because. Maybe because they're in it. But then I read that other story, and they're like, well, looks like they are ready. Uh, SI said, uh, according to one reporter, the Steelers already know change is coming at the end, and even players know change is coming at the end of the year. Offensive coordinator Matt Canada is gone. This was an SI um, fan nation story that I read last week, and I was just like, Uh, okay, all right. So, But, you know, in Pittsburgh – they expect to win i i don't know is this what do we expect by keeping some of the the guys on staff that's my question what are you setting yourself up for for the future yeah and, and are are we ready to be a winning franchise that's the next question can we be a winning franchise There's a hell of a lot of talent on this team and it's just it's it's frustrating because all those close games that they lost in the beginning of is, the season is
4: there enough talent on this team though I don't know. Do you think the Steelers have more talent than we do right now?
2: The, I mean, we're right um, there in the same boat.
4: Yeah, I probably think they. maybe they do. Maybe. But I, I sure I, wish we had TJ Watt. We have our version, Miles Garrett. Yeah. But I think the Steelers have a boatload of talent. And I think the Bengals have more. I, well, that's I, I for love sure. the Bengals' offensive talent. You know, they, they have. They have what I would love our team to have, three wide receivers. Three wide receivers who you think, yep, there we go. Boyd, Higgins, Chase. Love them.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm just i going back and forth on this trying to figure out you know wh- where we are with the offense. And there are times when I watch our defense and just go, all right, maybe it is time for Joe Woods to go. Maybe it's time for Kevin Stefanski. I think we've all gone through this throughout the season – second guessing what the coaching staff looks like here but again i you know i, I joe woods doesn't make tackles and I, the times when i get concerned is when we're talking about joe woods not making adjustments kevin stefanski not making adjustments or kevin seeing things that none of us see or or calling you know, again if the play works kevin's a genius he's an absolute genius but too often this time it this season. It didn't work, and it didn't work in the right direction. And do you think the defense is playing better? Yeah, I think they played better the last couple of weeks. I don't really question that. But is it too little, too late for Joe Woods? And to listen and hear what you know, Mary Kay had to say yesterday, it makes me think maybe it isn't too little, too late. That right. maybe they are going to put him in a spot to be able to, you know, be back next season. And if he's back, I'm okay. Look, if he's back, there's a reason why he's back. But there's got to be some kind of philosophical changes for this team. And, you know, maybe injury is is a big part of this. And maybe having a quarterback that didn't come in until, you know, 11 games into the season is a big part of it. But you better believe that this front office is going to be uh, watching. And and the coaching staff has got to be on the hot seat when the season starts next year. They have to be. Oh, next year,
4: there's no question. I, I mean, from day one. If this staff, if, if whoever's back for next year, it's they're clearly – if Kevin Stefanski back, I certainly expect him to be. If they have a disappointing season next year, he won't see a fifth season. Hmm. Nick Costos is up next. Baskin and Phelps, 92-3 The Fan.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild.